Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. Welcome, everyone, to the Life Tips show here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Um, I wanted to introduce uh, our guest today, um, Paul Cray, who is a trained space scientist and mechanical engineer and uh, consultant for Fortune 500 companies. We're going to discuss, believe it or not, water. <laughs> We're going to discuss water. Are you here, Paul? I am, Byron. Good evening. Thank, thanks very much for being on the show today. Um, besides being married to the illustrious Marlene Cray, who we've had on the show before to talk about the human body and its and the challenges thereof that we all face. Um, you've, you've done a, a, a fair amount of research, Paul, um, and are also the co-owner of, uh, with, with Marlene of uh, phbodybalance.com, a, a great site that offers lots of living improvements that will make your life better. But tell us a little bit about what's going on in the water world. Are we in a, are we, are we in a state of, of, uh, of disarray here? Tell us, tell us uh, just a skim on, on what you've been researching and what's going on. Well, Byron, I, I, think, which, I think you can hear it on the, the radio, newscasts, uh, you see it in the newspapers, print media, a lot of different things that have been going on. Bottled water has been a big, big hit uh, over the last two months. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen the Aquafina one, but when uh, Pepsi-Cola made the announcement about Aquafina was just tap water, and we've been spending anywhere from a buck fifty to three dollars for just bottled water that comes out of the tap. You know that kind of makes you look at it thinking differently about what we're drinking as the way of bottled water. Uh, we also have uh, different types of activities on the web, on the internet, uh, from CNN going back to June of this year, where we had a 75,000 Marines and families at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, that were exposed to toxic tap water. So everybody that drinks water is exposed to some certain type of contaminant. So, you know, having clean water is real important to us. Now, tell me a little bit about the, the overall um, uh, water situation, you know, in, uh, in, in a broad sense. Work with, just try to educate myself and the crowd on the variety of sources of water that, that one can get from their tap water. Okay. Wells, you know, natural resources, lakes, uh, what, the filtration process, how does the EPA manage things? Just stream me into that so I can understand topographically what's going on. Okay, well, let's take a God's eye view of, of the water on the planet. Let's start with that. You know, out of all the water that's on the planet, there's only 2% that's pure water worldwide. That's potable, drinkable water. Okay, so this same water that the dinosaurs drank millions of years ago is the same water that we're drinking today. It all recycles, it goes, evaporates, condenses, and comes back. So we're using it. So, And we are 70% water for each one of our bodies. Now, uh, giving us a perspective, we can get tap water, we can get bottled water, we can get filtered water, we can have water systems, things like that are all different types of options. But the bottom line is the EPA sets the regulations for the contaminants and how clean water is. And right now, uh, in 2007, we've got about 140 contaminants that EPA regulates, and they give out guidance to all the water producers, 
Uh, that mean, and that includes people that are producing bottled water, as well as your tap water that's coming out of your faucet right now as we speak. So that all that comes in from that standpoint. One of the key things is most of the contaminants that are out there beyond the 140 aren't regulated at all. So we're drinking water that has, and they've had articles on it, uh, atrazine and Roundup. Those are starting to filter into the water system across the nation and around the world, wherever it's being used. So we're seeing this mass influx of more and more contaminants and the ability of, of drinking that without having the protection that we actually need. Now, what do you think some of the immediate uh, effects of contaminated water can have on your body? Oh, <laughs> well, let's let's take the Marines, uh, the 75,000 Marines and their families. They had, oh, let's see, we had leukemia, we've had lymphoma, we've had cancer, we've had spinal bifida, we have cleft palates, just to name a few. And this is just a few things. I mean, you've let's talk about that specific problem for a second. What was what was the deal down there? What, what's the what, what what's what was the contamination? What was the source of the contamination, and, and how did it well it find was a, its way to these families? It was polluted from '57 to '87, and this comes off of a CNN.com report, uh, June 13th of '07. Uh, they had about 40 times the amount of toxins that were considered safe by today's standards. The uh, TCE was a degreasing solvent, uh, and also PE, PCE, which is a dry-cleaning solvent. These came into the water system by possibly the, the people that were using them there on base, and that's what it's indicating. So, you know, when we look at the, these types of things, we're looking at things that are toxic not only to your immune system, to your body. You know, it creates very different types of effects depending upon what type of contaminant it is and what type of levels that we're dealing with. But over a long-term exposure, you're getting the uh, potential for damage to your body and your health. Okay, so is there any good news? Uh, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about um, filtration, what's, what's going on, and anything positive to report about our, our, our water situation. Well, let's talk, let's talk about the positive thing. Okay, the, the municipalities, the water companies are doing the best that they can to comply with the federal, state, and regulations. They're doing a great job. They're meeting the standards. They're making sure that we don't exceed the federal standards, and if they do, they're given guidance by the EPA in regards to that. Per the regulations, if the plants meet the standards, then they're they're all right. They're they're doing fine. But if they don't, then they get a, a what they call a warning from that standpoint. But the key thing here is, we, the listening population in the audience, have to take responsibility for the water. We have to have water that comes into our bodies and into our homes that is as clean as possible. So everybody has or should have some type of filtration system, and we've seen different types of them out there. But most of them are only addressing, like, chlorine or a, a color or a look. They're not really ad addressing any of the, the real contaminants. And you've seen any of the info commercials that are out there, and most of them are, you know, $100, $50, $200. But, again, they're not addressing the contaminants that we need to address. So good news is people are doing the best they can. The not-so-good news is we as individuals, to make protect ourselves even more, need to, to do more to that, which is, you know, take the responsibility of cleaning up the water before it comes into our homes. 
what are my choices as as a consumer of water um, on on uh, on ways to uh, get the best water in my body? I mean, are you fans of bottled water? Are you fans of purifying water in your own home? Uh, what do you do in the workplace? Is is you know give spin me through your your, your thoughts there? Sure, bottled water is great, but again, with the go green emphasis that's going on today bottled water is probably going to become less and less of an option. We have at least four different cities that are in the, uh, the country right now that are outlawing bottled water. And from that standpoint, you know, we're going to probably see that growing. So people that want to take water with them to work probably should be looking at either stainless steel or a glass container. Uh, the other thing is if you look at the bottom of any plastic bottle, you'll see a little triangle. That triangle in- indicates the quality of the plastic. If it's not a seven or higher, you're probably looking at some plastic that leaches the plastic into the water. Most of the plastic bottles, not all, but most, are probably below seven. So that means over a long-term period, you're again drinking water that's a little contaminated with plastic that's leaching in. Uh, You can look at point-of-use systems. When I talk of of point-of-use, this is something that you either attach or fix on the end of your faucet. Those are really good, but they have limited protection. Uh, Again, we're talking only about getting rid of the chlorine smell and maybe doing some just minor uh, removal of some contaminants. Uh, It does, in some cases, strip some of the minerals that you have in the water that you want as a supplement to your body. But, you know, again, very very cheap systems, and they do a little bit, but it's more cosmetic than real life. Um, You can do point-of-entry systems. Uh, There's some reverse osmosis that are out there. Uh, the issue with reverse osmosis is that you're dealing with back flushing. This is cleaning the uh, the tanks or the media material by putting water back in it and flushing out the contaminants. And basically what you're doing is you're putting all those contaminants that you've removed back into the ecosystem in a more harsh environment as well as wasting a lot of water. Typically, reverse osmosis, you're using one part to four parts, four parts of waste to one part of good that you drink. So the reverse osmosis may not be the best solution in regards to that. The other part would be, a, uh, again, a whole house uh, system, point of entry, something that has good uh, GAC and KDF materials in it. Um, KDF is kinetic degradation fluxation. This is a type of media that does an oxidation reduction. This is a reaction between different types of chemicals in the water. And when that occurs, basically what it's doing is it's collecting it like, a let's say, a little magnet. It pulls the contaminants out and stores it in the filter. So you can have multiple layers of this and thus remove the different types of contaminants as it flows through. And there are systems that are out there that don't have any degradation to the water pressure, which is even better. So if you have a system that has the KDF GAC, it comes through, filters out the contaminants, and then basically you've got clean water. And the additional thing is even after you use the water, that water is going to be cleaner than the water that came in before you filtered it out. So that's real important news for people, especially for the folks that are really uh, concentrating on Go Green. Now, and, and let's hope there's a lot of people that are focused on that. Do you have any, any quick stats there uh, on the amount of plastic bottles cluttering the landfills of this country? Have you, have you looked at that stat oh. at all? It, 
I think staggering. we spent 47 million gallons of oil last year, and we made 300 billion bottles. Wow. I mean, and, and four of every five bottles goes into landfill. And the bottles, they estimate 10,000 years. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be around in 10,000 years to find out if the, that plastic bottle that I put into the trash can yesterday is going to be degraded back So down. 300 million bottles are being produced each year? Billion. Water. Billion. 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 Is that worldwide? Uh, I believe that's uh, worldwide, yeah. I'll have to go back and check those numbers. It, it changes, and again, it, from various sources, you get different types of answers. But there's a lot of bottles that are out there going. I mean, it's a $28 billion industry. Wow. And even though Aquafina announced that it's selling tap water, they still sell it. I still see it, see it at the major discount stores and things like that. Now, in my gym, they have a water filtration system that looks kind of like a cooler, mm-hmm. but there's no plastic bottle on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And my wife Heather loves the taste of that water. She just, mm-hmm. just loves it. Are, are those are those the high end systems and the kind of systems you, you you like to see in homes? And and how much do those systems cost? Some of the systems uh, range from uh, anywhere from about a thousand dollars up to ten thousand, depending upon how elaborate you want to be. Most of them, some of them have multiple filters that you have to exchange. The key thing is is look at the total what I call life cycle. What's my initial investment, and then what's my reoccurring investment? What are my costs that I have to do to replace the filters? Uh, some of the systems that are out there, some of the tank systems, basically uh, when they're sold to you, they say, well, we just have to replace the media. The, the key question there comes in is that, you know, can we get somebody to service it, and what's the cost for that? And typically when you start doing that and asking people to do it, they say, well, it's, more, it's cheaper just to replace the whole thing. So that two to three to four to five thousand dollar investment that I just had, now I've got to rip it out and put a new one back in, and I've got to get the plumber to come back in to do that. Mm-hmm. So basically, you want a system that's that's easily removable, mm-hmm. easily maintained. You want a system that basically doesn't have to have any electricity. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to have wastewater? You know, mm-hmm. we in the go green environment. You know, and if you follow up with uh, what Al Gore's talking about, sure. you want to. Um, become as environmental friendly as possible. And the key thing is just just to do that, is looking for those systems. Uh, we've got the, the watersimplypure.com. It's a two-filter system. It's got the pre-filter and the post-filter. And again, it takes all five of the EPA contaminants, categories of contaminants out without degradation, without water, uh, wastewater, and without electricity. It's a simple setup, monitor it, and then after about 35,000 gallons or 12 months, you basically re- replace the filters. And the filters aren't that expensive. It takes about 10 minutes to replace. I did it to myself. Now, do those screw onto your faucet, or are they more elaborate, and can you hook them into your whole water system throughout your house? It, depending upon the economics of your situation, you can do one of two things. You can either put a point of use, which is at the end of the faucet, and get the best filter possible, there are some out there that have some very good qualities that remove a lot of contaminants. Mm-hmm. Those are anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred dollars up to about 500 mm-hmm. The point of entry, which goes through the whole house, is probably the most ideal situation because in that case, you're treating all the water, the water that you bathe with, wash with, drink, and laundry with. Because when you touch water, think about all the water that touches you in a day. 
and you get more chlorine in your body with a hot shower or hot tub than you do drinking it. Interesting. So Let's take a bit of a commercial break here. We'll be right back with a few more questions for you, Paul, and uh, right back at everyone in a few minutes. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Don't get bullied by the big guys. LookSmart is your budget-friendly online advertising alternative, offering businesses of all sizes affordable, targeted, pay-per-click advertising. And whenever you need help, whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, LookSmart offers accessible customer support for all advertisers, no matter the size. We call it pay-per-click power to the people, and it's only available here at LookSmart. Log on to ppcpowertothepeople.com and join the revolution today. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all? Yoga! My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. What's something to check out? Discover the power of Barry Rusty Brick Schwartz and the search at your roundtable on the pulse. the pulse. On demand anytime. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with uh, Paul Cray, um, a water specialist, among many other things. Paul, I want to focus on the uh, the body for a second. And um, let me ask you a question. How much water do you drink a day? I drink three quarts. Three no. quarts a day. Quarts. And how many times do you go to the bathroom every day? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm about two and a half, uh, and, and I can multiply the times I go to the bathroom by at least four, probably. Well, I'll, g- I'll give you a real, real... Tell easy. me why, because I'm interested in that. And I, of course, learned the secret to life, which is drinking lots of water from, from you and Marlene. But tell me about the intake of water, why it's important. Tell me a little bit about water in your body. Okay. Well, let's let's just do a little little calculation. Let's just say, uh, take a 200-pound man. Okay, he's 70% water, so multiply that by 0.7. So we have 140 pounds of water in our body. You can take any weight, multiply it by 0.7. That gives your water amount. Okay. Each quart is about two pounds. So if I drank three quarts a day, two times three is six, so six into 140. 
gives me about 23.3 days. So within 23.3 days, I've taken all the water in my body and have exchanged it one time. Just like changing the water in the swimming pool when it gets dirty, I've done it in my body every time. So by keeping the water clean and pure, basically what I'm doing is I'm keeping a, a happy pH in my body. Mm-hmm. And that's real important because if you've seen pH in swimming pools go amiss, it turns green and gets pretty ugly pretty quick, and you have to put a lot of things in it to kind of clean it up. So you're basically a walking swimming pool with a little skin on the outside. Now, why, why can't your body preserve what's inside of itself and keep the water in your body healthy? In other words, why do you need to recycle the, 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 uh, the, the, the body in your water? Mm-hmm. The, the, the water in your body, sorry. Well, we're... Um, Basically, the skin acts as like a uh, Gore-Tex material. It protects water from coming in, but you always or water going out, but you always have water coming in. Basically, you perspire. You know, there's three ways that you get moisture out, and that's through perspiration, urination, and bowel movements. And you're always constantly excreting stuff, so you have to bring new water in, and if you don't bring enough water back into your body, you become dehydrated. And some people confuse dehydration with hunger. So if you keep your body hydrated properly, basically you keep the cells happy, you keep the body happy, and basically you have really fresh skin, which is a nice benefit off on the side. What's the connection between water and blood? Well, uh, blood is about 98% water. So, you know, you are water. You are, that's, that's who you are. The blood is what you, what, how you operate. So by keeping good, clean water in your body, basically your, your blood is as clean as possible. It also depends upon what you eat. Uh, if you took a soda pop can and drank soda pop, soda pop increases the acid in your body. And when we talk about acid, we talk about alkalinity. That's the pH scale, going 1 to 14, 7 is neutral. Okay, when I drink acid in the, in the form of a soda pop can, I'm increasing my, alkalinity, or my acid by about 50,000 times. And it takes 20 times alkalinity to neutralize one part acid. So that means I have to drink a million times more alkalinity to neutralize that one soda can. And it's real important. I mean, you can take soda and, and, and clean off corrosion on your terminals of your car, oil that's on your driveway, and other places like that. I mean, it, it's a wonderful remover. But why would I want to put it in my, my body? Because it creates some very harmful effects in regards to that. So pH is real important. You are what you eat, and water is an important element in your body because you are water, 70%. And if you put 70% soda pop in there, you know exactly what happens when you start putting stuff in the crankcase of an engine when you don't put in the right things. Right oil or change it frequently enough, the engine starts missing and starts having some serious problems. So when we don't drink enough water in the course of the day, like for for, for those of... For those people listening that maybe have a cup of coffee in the morning and and not a lot more, maybe a small glass of orange juice for breakfast, and, uh, geez, they're they're in a hurry at lunch, and and before you know it, it's 5 or 6 o'clock. You've not had one glass of water in the course of the day. You're parched, you're thirsty, so you have a quick glass of water. You put one glass in your water, one cup of coffee in your body. What is happening to that person's body as a result of that, 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 that bad habit? You're basically dehydrating. 
you're basically the body's going into a conservation mode where it's it's keeping retaining the moisture whatever moisture it has in the body so basically instead of flushing it the blood's a two-way street if i don't have more water coming in i only have direction one way which means i'm taking nutrients in that means all the contaminants the toxins and everything else are not going out of my body i'm storing it someplace in my body now continue to do that over a long period of time and you kind of realize what's going to happen pretty quick thus you want enough water to be consumed so that you take the the nutrients in and you take the trash out and having that two-way is really good if you don't have it it's like five o'clock rush hour you don't have the toxins going out so they have to go someplace and they're stored in your body and then you start having issues and problems we call that disease now your 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 skin is in fact the largest gland in your body mm-hmm. and um, what pushes out these toxins is it just Lots of water alone will eventually push out a substance like benzene that you can actually get from what I understand by drinking a certain kind of soda or some of these other toxins that might even be part of water. What pushes these toxins out of your body? Basically, you have the normal digestive system. That's, that's well, the way it was designed was to eliminate the, uh, we'll call it the garbage that the body creates or gets ingested from that. Mm-hmm. But the water helps lubricate everything and makes it go out even better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if we don't drink enough water, if we don't consume the right types of things, I mean, if we can go organic, that's even better. But the key thing is to start putting healthy items in our mouth. We have a left and right controller. That's a left and right hand. We control what goes in our mouth. We control what goes in our kids, on our kids' plates. And if we don't start start taking responsibility for eating healthier and drinking more clean water, what we're going to do is we're going to create situations that are eventually going to have issues with our health. And that's and that's what I'm really focused on is to making sure that my son's generation, and he's 11 right now, that that generation has a longer lifespan than what we have right now. Because currently the projections are from the government is that his generation will have a shorter lifespan because of what we're eating and what we're doing. And if we don't get people educated at this point in time that there's ways of doing it, they're not real expensive, but there are ways, there are products that will help people address the water, address education in regards to pH, and overall start improving their health. Because temperature is important, so is pH of the body. And once you get that information, then you, you've got the education, and then, you're, then you can move forward in regards to it. And there's a lot of good information at the, the www.phbodybalance.com, just basic educational information, and it's good for everybody. I know it is because I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of what you guys are doing over there, and just the education element alone of what you have to offer is, is phenomenal. Do you have any closing thoughts here on the subject of simple recommendations for, uh, for, for drinking great water in the course of the day? You know, for example, I, I drink a couple quarts of water a day. I have the famous huge quart water, plastic water bottle. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it okay to be drinking water out of a plastic water bottle, or, or am I just putting the toxins into my body? If it's a polycarbonate, a number seven, it's okay, because they were designed so they don't leach water. Polycarbonates are okay. But I think in the long term, go to polycarbonate, get rid of all the rest of the plastic that you've got. That's, that's one, one step. The second step is start looking at the water and taking responsibility at your house. You are usually part.
part live in your house pretty much 50%, 60% of the time. The other 40% you're out playing ball or at work or doing some other activities. But if you know you have good, clean water at the house and it's cleaned up and you can take that water with you when you go out, just make a quart. Make a couple quarts. Now, maybe it's a little bit of a hassle, but tell you what, if you have a higher quality of life, you don't have to go to the doctor as much, and you're healthier, isn't it worth it? You know, are we in a prevention or are we reaction? I'd rather prevent issues to my body and spend a little bit up front than have to go to the doctor and spend thousands of ten thousands of dollars to correct an issue that I could address up front by myself. And I think that's the key thing here is start becoming responsible for your health because there's a lot of things that we can do to help ourselves. And one of the key things is education, hydration, and then again, alkalization, eating more alkaline foods than acidic. And we don't have to be perfect, but if we start moving in the right direction, that teeter-totter, which is in a high-acid, high-sugar type intake right now, is going to start coming down. And a lot of the, quote, old-age issues that are coming now into the, in the 20s and the teens will start disappearing over a period of time. Do you think there are, are actual effects? I'm just just final question for you. And again, whenever I get on the phone with, uh, now with you or Marlene, I just could ask questions the rest of the day. But are there any effects that you've seen and, and have, and have uh, tracked with some of your patients that are in fact, you know, uh, having contaminated water or water, you know, headaches? I mean, you know, are, are there side effects of, of poor water that y- you see regularly? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at a, a website right now, and, and this is a great one for everyone to go to. It's by the um, Environmental Working Group, uh, www.ewg.org forward slash tap water. I'm looking at the state of Maine. They have 396 water systems. Now, this is based upon information that was collected from those water municipalities from 98 to 2003. Paul, could you read that to me again? And sure, not a problem. Somebody else there that got that wrong, go ahead. www.ewg.org forward slash tap water. And you can notice that on the state of Maine, for those period of 98 to 2003, you had 74 different contaminants that were noted as identified from the municipalities and sent into it. And you can click on any one of these, uh, aluminum, uranium, uh, nitrates, copper, lead. I mean, all these different types of contaminants are in the water. And you can put any state, any zip code in there, and you can look at that. You can then go and take from your local municipality the last two years of a water report and compare the two. And I'll almost bet you that you're going to see the same type of contaminants. Now, the water companies do not have to report all the contaminants every year. They have the, the sequencing by the EPA of when I have to report and when I don't. But if you look at that and you say, hey, 10 years ago I was drinking water that had lead in it, I'm still drinking water that has lead in it. Now, for any parent, you don't want to have lead in your house for your kids, nor for yourself. So, again, responsibility. Become aware of what you can do. Look at the systems. Uh, you know, we're really happy with the watersimplypure.com because it's simple, it's easy. It's a one-time in- install, then ex- it simply exchange the filters. And when you look at sy- systems like that, you want them that way. 
because you don't want to have to go down and look at them and, and do all these other things to it. But we're responsible for the water. We're responsible for our health. And we can make a big change by just doing very small things. And water is the most important ingredient in your life. And if we start doing that, I think we can all get healthier by it. So I pulled up Orono, Maine, where my my dad currently lives right now, mm-hmm. and What's I see in O two O four four seven three, I believe. I actually just did the state search, but it's O four four seven three. So I see eleven contaminants mm-hmm. detected, mm-hmm. Uh, three agricultural pollutants, <laughs> three spawn and urban pollutants, six right. industrial pollutants. I mean, it's should I be concerned? Should I? Call my dad and say, "Stop drinking the tap water." <laughs> I mean, when, no, what's no. what's the tipping point here? Again, the municipalities are doing a great job. I'm not going to fault any of them. They do the best that they can do, given the guidance from EPA. But they, we have to go further because we see what's in the water. It's below the federal maximums. But if the federal maximums was a six foot high man. And they're saying, hey, I'm at the shoulder level. That's too much in my mind. I want to get it as low as possible because I, want it, I don't want to have it in my body. I don't want to have it in my family's body or anybody else's. Mm-hmm. And there are systems and ways in, in doing that that can not take out the minerals, that can be cost-effective, and also provide a more go-green environment as the byproduct of the wastewater that you get rid of. Those are all positive things in my mind. If you take one, any one of those contaminants and click on it, Byron, mm-hmm. just take nitrates. Yep. Okay, just click on that. If you click on that, you, it'll take you right to what nitrates and nitrites are. Mm-hmm. Basically where it comes from, health effects, you know, cardiovascular, blood toxicity, kidney toxicity, reproductive to- toxicity. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the types of testing that goes on. Mm-hmm. Now, some have no violations, some have some. You know, it depends upon what it is. But you can look at the state, you can look at the national findings, you can look at your local findings, you can look at the contaminant database and see what each contaminant does. And again, this is most of this information is about 10 years old. Where can I send a sample of, of my own water in any household in the U.S.? Is They've got a, a lot of different places. You can go on, on the website and you can, you can put in what, one that might be local to you, but mm-hmm. usually it's a laboratory. Uh, there are some uh, simple uh, test kits that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one that tests for uh, lead, nitrates, pesticides, you know, things like that, to see if you're in if it's in the water. Uh, when I did a, a demonstration here locally on a water presentation, I, I asked one of the uh, couple of local folks if I could borrow some of their water. They <laughs> <laughs> said, "Why?" <laughs> I said, "Well, I, I can't do mine because mine's." filtered and purified, I said, but I want to see what's coming out of the tap. Mm-hmm. So I did, the, I did the test and waited overnight, saw some of the results. Next day, I, I noticed that the lead was positive. And I had to debate with myself to go tell the man, but I finally did. And I said, look, it, I've, I've noticed that there's lead in your water. Now, I don't know if it's because of the water or if it's the pipes or whatnot, but you need to get something to make sure that the kids don't get the water with lead in it because he's got four kids in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's... If you don't know, you don't know. But we're an educated society. There's plenty of information out there, and there are plenty of ways of doing this stuff that will make people healthier and happier. You know, And we are water. We drink it. We bathe in it. We cook, in it, cook with it. And we wash with it. 
we swim in it. You know, everything affects us is water. So why not give it and keep it as clean as possible? Because then we have got the best health available to us. We need to use less of it as well. Agree? Agreed. Yeah, there's only 2% that's out there that's potable. Well, this has been a fascinating discussion, Paul, and, and very helpful, and we, uh, we appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you uh, for specific questions, is there an email that you could uh, throw out to the, sure. to the crowd here? It's paul at phbodybalance.com. Great. And, well, we'll, uh, and, and, of course, do visit phbodybalance.com if you want more information or want to get a hold of, of Marlene or, or Paul. But uh, once again, everyone, thanks for tuning in and listening. Uh, fantastic informational show here. Uh, use less but drink more. Right. And, <laughs> and, and remember, Byron, the water report that you get from your municipality is already a year old. Yeah, right. That water has already already been in your body for, for 12 months. I think buy a filter is the way to go here. But thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to chatting with you and talking with everyone next week and uh, with another guest. Thanks, Paul, for being on the show. Thank you, Byron. Have a great right day. Bye-bye. Yes, indeed.